All right, guys. So in case you don't know, I can't figure out how to download the app that we're using. Like we're using Anchor, uh, which is done by Spotify as a way to do the podcast. I can't figure out how to download it to my laptop because I can't get my email that I registered my laptop with to open up to me. And so we can only do half an hour at a time. And so in case you're unaware, this is part two of what we're talking about with numbers, dreams, Zodiac, uh, interpretation. And so if you didn't listen to part one, you'll probably want to go listen to that first. And so we're going to continue right where we left off with the last one. So, Sean, if you could continue. So we were talking about dreams, and and I was I was looking into the point where uh, we see dreams in the Bible and, and how it how it uh, inter, interterps, interterps, how it goes moves forward with us as a Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. So many people believe speaking in tongues, uh, things of the spirit that we do at Assemblies of God has ended basically. But in, in Acts, when you read in the Bible, it doesn't when you read in Acts, it doesn't end. No, you know, it's not, it's not a letter that says bye, like you know, Paul does and, and Peter does, and all them in their letters. It's just a continuation of the church. So, if, if we're to say we believe in tongues and things like that, we do believe in dreams, right? Whenever Paul says, like, uh, whenever the jailer got saved, and then he's like, go home, you, uh, you and your family will be uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Well, whenever it talks about your children, why would it? Come to assume, like, okay, it's only for the people who are living here who got to witness Jesus. If he's saying that your descendants will have it also. So there's no point where the Bible says, okay, the physical evidence or the initial physical evidence of speaking in tongues uh, is going to stop with us. So we need to be looking for that today. Is It's not something to be scared of. It's not something that needs to be taken as a joke. It's, no, this is actual miracle working power. Uh, but we have to realize that it is available to us today. Um, in, um, in Peter, in the Acts, when Peter goes to Cornelius... He sees the food come down on a blanket. He says he goes into a trance. Yeah. Basically, sees a dream. Um, if you go to chapter sixteen of Acts, sixteen nine. If I can get there real quick, hold on. <clears throat> sixteen nine says that night Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there, pleading with him, "Come over to Macedonia, Macedonia, and help us." Paul was called to Macedonia in a dream. I mean, we 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 really do believe the quite the person who asked this question. We believe your your dreams probably have significance. You yeah. need to make sure you're praying about it to God, and you're asking God to reveal Himself. And like we said a bunch of times already, it does not contradict Scripture. Right. If it does, if there is any type of confusion and contradiction that comes from it, it's not from God. It is not from God whatsoever, because He will never cause confusion or contradictions. Now, the interesting thing I was going to get into earlier. When we saw the dreams in the Bible, we see them in uh, in Daniel. And I kept saying Xerxes. It's not. It's Nebuchadnezzar. But the interesting thing about that is, is God did not use a believer. He used Nebuchadnezzar, a, the, the king of Babylon, a, a um, basically a person who worships different gods, pagan gods. But he uses, he uses God uses people who aren't Christians a lot of times to even have dreams. And, and, and we need to... Just pray to God and look for the interpretation. Look for the uh, what God wants to tell us. Right. And I'm trying to see part of that because, uh, you know, everybody likes a different translation. But if you look at Acts 2.17, and I'll use the, I'll just use the New Living Translation. It says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. And so that's one of the things, in the last days. So if we believe that we're living in the last days, dreams and visions should be becoming more and more common. Apparently, yeah. Uh, that's what things. How do you know if you're an old man or a young man? Well, are you seeing visions or dreams? If you're mm-hmm. seeing a dream, you're old. So, so 
Are really? you old, Sean? Are you dreaming dreams? Or are, you, um, or are you seeing visions? I can't even remember how old I am. I think I'm 34. Yeah, I'm 34. You think you're 34? 1987, so I'm 34. I keep forgetting if it's 33 or 34. But, you know, you're a young buck. How old are you, like 21? Yeah. No, I'm 20. 20? I'm 20. What is going on in here? Well, and that's one of the things also is, uh, just in case if you all get confused, what's the difference between a vision and a dream? Uh, you're awake for a vision. Uh, dreams, you're asleep. That's basically the only real big difference is vision. You'll see this like a very prophetic thing come out to you while you're awake, uh, almost like a daydream. Uh, on the other hand, when they say old men will dream dreams, that's one of the things you'll see like while you when you go to sleep. What's well, like a okay? So getting a little funny about it. What's a reoccurring dream you had as a child that you can remember? It's Not like as a child, but everyone knows that George W. Bush is one of my heroes. And like, not now, he's gone, you know, haywall. But like the way he led through 9-11 and just the way he spoke was so confident. And it was just a great way to lead through. I had two dreams that I met him. Like two, <laughs> and they were very, very clear. And I woke up so depressed that, that it was fake. And uh, I remember the dream, like, Mr. President, you're, I, I, and I would just start stuttering. Cause I was like, I'm so excited <laughs> to meet you. And then it was like, oh, man, that, that was fake. And uh, I have an autograph, a letter from him uh, from my graduation. And so that's like one of the greatest things I've ever had. It's uh, pretty cool. put inside a picture frame in my room in storage to make sure that it doesn't get any type of damage. You uh, know, in the like secular sense, dreams have interpretations in, in, in other ways too, right? Like, oh, yeah. it ain't, and, you know, if you're having dreams a lot and you're like, well, is this from God or not? Not necessarily going to be from God every time. No. Um, I know I, I don't, I couldn't look it up and say it right now because, but, but um, I just remember the dream I had and I, somebody told me what it might've meant. But when I was a little kid, um, I was okay. I'm not. I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm still scared to death of werewolves. And so, <laughs> you know, lots of people have this dream. Okay, in a different form. And my dream always occurred is what I was doing was I was in my front yard and a werewolf shows up on the road and I run to the door and I cannot get in the door. It's unlocked, but I can't get into it. And the werewolf gets me and I wake up. And but you have different forms of this. I'm sure people have. Have you ever had a dream like that oh, yeah. where you're trying to get out or you're trying to do this and it's just like you cannot. Get out of the situation. Mine's wasps instead of werewolves. It's wasps. Wasps. Yeah. And where do you try to get? Where do you try to go? Just uh, one was in a car. Like oh, to get and a you car can't get out of the car. No, I can't get to the car. Ooh. And so, and uh, you know, they also make jokes about this in like uh, Parks and Recreation, one of my favorite shows. And uh, the city manager was going to counseling, and he was talking about this. This time in my dream, the spider got caught in my web. It's, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, how the turntables, you know, like Michael Scott says. Is you know, yeah, switching it over. I was always told if you, um, you can dream about things that you're thinking about oh, before yeah, you definitely. go to bed. And I'm, I'm just, I, I don't ever like you said. What do you? So tell me about the dream journal you're talking about. Well, it's just a way to you know track your progress. Everything you remember about your dream, write it down. Every last detail. If you can remember for some reason what color soul is wearing, colors can mean a lot of things, uh, biblically and uh, secularly. And so, just everything that you can remember about a dream, write it down, and uh, also keep the dates about it. And uh, What's also good about keeping just a personal journal for what you're doing in the day. And so have two of them. You know, you know, uh, side by side, if you want to do like on one side of the page uh, for one day, uh, put what you did that day, uh, things that were stressing you out, things that are on your mind, what you're praying for, which is also why it's important to have a prayer journal. And then on the right side of the page, put, okay, this is what I had a dream out. If you didn't have a dream that night or you just can't remember, put that there. Like, I have no remembrance. Uh, but then put, like, oh, I slept well or I was having trouble with this. I was, I was too hot for most of the night. Uh, just make sure that you write down what it is and then come back later on to it and see if there's, uh, you know, common stressors. So let's say every Monday uh, the night before you're restless and you have dreams about like, you know, you're doing some type of task and you're not able to finish it completely or someone mocks you. 
we'll look at it and see, okay, maybe with my personal life and my job, every Monday I'm worried about coming to the workplace and seeing people mocking me. And so just one of those things, way to overcome it. Uh, it doesn't have to be completely spiritual for that. It's just something that you can do in your own personal life. Not that hard to do. Uh, so just that kind of thing. So have, you know, left side of the page, you know, like a notebook. Uh, the back side of the paper uh, for your daytime, this is what I did. On the right side, this is what I dreamt. You do that every day. And then I bought it. It was only like 8 or $9 uh, from Ardell. Uh, but they have a prayer journal for men, teens, kids, and women. Mm. Where it's different. So I'll have different sections. And I'll uh, put a link for people who want one. And it's really interesting. It's like, uh, God, this is what I'm praying for. This is what I'm seeking. This is what uh, prayers that you have already answered. These are things I'm still waiting on. These are things that are coming up for other people. It's just really interesting to see, you know, key progress of, okay, back then I was praying for this, and this is how God ended up being able to, like, come to fruition with it. So so what do you think, like, the one of the, the question that we got mainly was something about numbers. You know, it's kind of the real, the real emphasis around it. So when you see, like, a recurring number, that they're putting, like, 1111, uh, 222, 555. They were seeing these names, these numbers a lot. If they felt like, like not necessarily in dreams, but just driving around, they felt like they kept seeing the same number. Well, that's one of the things about what is God trying to reveal with it. And so, eleven eleven is used a lot of times by people because it's the same forwards and backwards, but they don't ever talk about ten oh one, same kind of concept. But if you're seeing a really specific number, it's bigger, not just like the number twelve. Excuse me, but if it's something like eleven eleven or 1022, something. Go to every book of the Bible and see what that verse correlates with. Because it could be God trying to reveal something to you. It's like, okay, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to show you this physically before you look into my word to like reveal something into your heart. The interesting thing about this one that they put, uh, they had seen the number 222 mm-hmm. and then something. Uh, now, I, I don't want to, I'm trying to be careful because I, you know, right. if, if I told my mom or dad something about like I see in numbers, they'd be like, you're the devil or something <laughs> like that. So I want to be careful because. I'm not saying it is devil or it's wrong, okay? In in this situation, it's very interesting, and and I just I would suggest praying about it. But they said they saw the number two two two, and just recently, apparently they have a gift that's really special, and at the time that they were asked to to use that gift, they saw the number two two two. Well, uh, the meaning of the numbers. Whenever we talk about the number two, the number two conveys the meaning of a union, uh, or the verification of facts by witnesses. So this is one of the things that we're praying for God's uh, wisdom. What should I do moving on? Two, two, two can just be a thing of God saying, okay, here it is. This is the way you need to move. And I'm just giving you uh, the opportunity. Yeah. Here's, this is me coming into agreement with you, showing you this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. No, very easily could be that. Uh, could be facts where it's like, okay, uh, do I know this is right? Well, God's saying here I am as a witness. And so, you know, there's no greater witness than God himself uh, coming in agreement with you. Uh what about have you ever have you ever had like um, have you ever done the thing where you you have your Bible and you're like I need something right now God uh-huh. I'm gonna open this Bible and whatever I open it you're gonna give me this you're gonna answer this question for me have you ever done that yeah yeah did it did it work no no me neither because no, <laughs> that's not the way we should approach it but I have uh, heard people that have done that now would you now here's the question I would ask you. this is interesting we've talked about this before mm-hmm. in the even in the Acts Church they were casting lots. To pick up a, or to choose the right disciple, right? Yeah, for Matthias. Is that not casting a lot when you say, God, I need to open this Bible. I need a good word from you. Ah, I made him. Yeah, it's a question. That it's is a good question. You can always wonder, but it's also one of those things that we should always be intentional where we're going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those things, well, 
there's also a difference between God, I need something right now versus God, I need something for someone else. And so, you know, if you're trying to teach the youth, I doubt that you just go in your prayer time and say, okay, God, I'm going to point to the scripture and wherever I find. No, because no, that's not how God wants us to operate. And so it's one of those things where I don't know what else to pray, which is also the importance of praying in the spirit is God, I have no sense of direction. I need your spirit to absolutely guide pray me. For me. Uh, versus whenever you're doing, okay, the well-being of other people's spiritual lives fall into our hands, which is why being a youth pastor and children's pastor, we have to look, okay, I can't just go. What, what am I going to shoot for? Throw a dart at a, like a board with a bunch of Bible stories. Mm-hmm. So we need to be intentional. That's a good idea, going. though. I'm trying to... Just throwing a dart. <laughs> <at the board. laughs> That's a good idea. No, um, so off subject a little bit. What's your birthday? April 30th. April 30th. You're a Taurus. I am a Taurus. That's the master day. of innovation. Boy, if that's accurate. Yeah, and I am a... Don't say you're I'm saying. like the last one. I'm a Pisces. Oh. And I'm a master of dreams. <laughs> we just like talking about this. The devil is trying to make us think that. Um, just a little fun on that stuff. I mean, there are so many things that the, you could you could get into this and it's just dumb. I mean, be careful with with this um, Zodiac stuff. I mean, do not take it real. No. Even if it does connect and you're like, oh, it does match everything I go through. It's not right. It is not biblically biblically based. No, it is not, not a part of Christianity. It is a Babylonian, and God punished the Israelites in the Old Testament for playing with these things. Mm-hmm. What else do we want to talk about before we get done here? Before we wrap up, well, uh, is there anything else that you want the youth to to know before they? What's what do you want to be the takeaways from this? What do I want to be the takeaways? If you're dreaming. And you feel like God's telling you something, then you need to pray about it. You need to check the scripture, make sure it doesn't contradict scripture. And another thing you probably could do is talk to leadership. Somebody you feel confident in that's in leadership in the church. And I'm not even talking about me as a youth pastor because this is a youth that was telling me this. Even if you feel not comfortable with me, you need to talk to Pastor Andrew. You need to talk to Pastor to Pastor Eddie. You can talk to Pastor Jada. The, the deacons, they're, they're, they are people in the church. That are, we, we, the only reason they're deacons is because we believe they are they are uh, good Christians and they follow the lifestyle that, that a deacon is supposed to follow when it comes according to the New Testament. That, these are people you can talk to that I'm seeing this dream and, and I need to know exactly what's going on. I don't know if it's right for God. And if you're not sure, then that's a good reason to talk to somebody. Then you need to pray about it. You need to be praying. You need to be reading your Bible. You need to be asking God, what is this? Is this right or not? When it comes to numbers, I don't know. <laughs> we have tried. We have talked about sure. numbers. We see that God is a is a is a God of numbers. I mean, it's he's intentional with his numbers in the Bible. He he tells you you're going to have seven years of famine. You're going to have seven years of this, seven years of plenty. I mean, he knows his numbers and he's very intentional about it. That's all I can go really into that. It's interesting when you said in the question that the number con- uh, correlated with when you the gift that God had given you to use played out well. That's very interesting. And then Andrew used that number two as kind of a reaffirmation. I don't know if that's you know if I don't, I don't want to say I'm that we're prophesying. We got to be yeah. careful. But but Andrew did say that this number represents this. Pretty interesting. It ties into that, right? Um, the other thing I'd say on Zodiac is get out of it. You can have fun with it if you want to to joke around, but don't ever really take it serious. Don't be looking up in the stars and be like, okay, that's why I feel like this today. No. God controls everything. If you say the zodiac has any any um, any uh, interpretation or any contribution to your life, then you're taking away what God is is, and He is everything. 
He made it. He created it. He has everything to do with our lives. He runs it all. If you're saying the zodiac has any 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 uh, any correlation with your life, then then you're saying God does not. Exactly. So that's what I have to. What do you have? That's that's really good what you're saying. Uh, you know, put thought into what you're saying. If you see numbers, you know, uh, reflect on it. Think for a minute. God, what are you trying to reveal to me? But don't put too much with. Oh, if it's not, if I don't see something here out of it then I, I can't take this as anything. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I should have said that. That's right. So you can't just say if it didn't work out right then and there that it wasn't from God. No. And so God could just be revealing something farther down your path. I mean, you know that Jesus was meant to do miracles, but why was it recorded, you know, between the ages of 12 and 30? Why was he doing things? It wasn't his time. So just because it hasn't come to the moment that God wants to use it, uh, don't be afraid that it's, oh, it didn't work. I'm a failure. God didn't have to actually speak this to me. Well, no, you're just trying to do it too early. Uh, for uh, we have anything else, I do want to put this out there to everybody because I have been trying to work on something uh, about writing a book. And it's going to be called the Word of Our Test or the Word of Their Testimony, and uh, everyone is invited to be part of this. But what I want to do is get a collection of everybody in this church or people listening, and uh, if enough people from other churches want to do it, it'd be a collection, and uh, each book would be like the Word of Their Testimony, and that part would be so like Scotch Lake First Assembly. And so I want everybody to bring or to write down their testimonies and then send them to me. And I want to be able to like, you know, auto, auto, not auto correct, but uh, like work out whatever it is, proofread it basically. And just make sure that it's like well flow. And then I want to record them reading their testimony. And so I have a book because how do you overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony? And so Jesus did his part. Now we need to do our part by sharing what God's already done inside of us. Uh, and so if anybody wants to be part of that, Find me some way. Email, text, bird, fax machine. Uh, find I mean, me at work. I'll catch that pigeon if you do that. Uh, yeah. That bird, won't. It won't make it. It won't make it to you because I'll have it snatched. Yeah. Sean already have the pigeon. Yeah. Uh, so what, if you'd love to be a part of that, I would love to have you. And don't think, oh, well, God doesn't have a testimony. Well, think about what he's done. Uh, there's If you've been in a car accident and it said, like, it was a miracle that you didn't have any of these scratches, that's a testimony. Uh, I know a lot of these people in this church have unbelievable testimonies about either children that weren't supposed to have made it that lived, uh, Brother Richard Boswell, about how God's taking care of him, even just this past time with COVID, uh, the miracles he's had. So if you want to be a part of that, hit me up. I'd love to be part of it and be able to share with others what God's done in your life. Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to say before we go? Uh, get involved. Um, I'm speaking on behalf of Pastor Mac. It's just get involved in this church. Um, help us get back to going here. This I'm not calling the virus over because I don't want to be called fake news, yeah. but it's over, okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to listen to this now because I'm going to be mad. Listen, we're getting, we're hoping to get past the virus, and we want this church flowing, and we want everything moving in the right direction, and we need helpers. You know, I think the nursery needs help. Oh, I know Royal Ranger needs help. I need help in the youth. Uh, we need help everywhere. Mm-hmm. And and you got to have that servant's heart. If you're a Christian, you should have it automatically. Yeah. Um, I think I was talking to Maria about it the other day about – how you go into doing something and you don't really want to do it. And then once you do it, you're like, oh, I felt good to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I did that for the church. I did that for God. I feel good about it. And so get involved in this church. And we got a lot of things going on. I think Andrew needs some more singers. I do. We're uh, doing our connect group, although it will be over soon because uh, we're done with the spring uh, trimester, I guess, since it's three parts of the year. And uh, come summer, we'll have other connect groups. And so we need people that will lead connect groups, and we need people who will be part of them. Like, I know we'll be doing kickball again. 
and I love beating you every single time we play. I don't think I lost a kickball you game. You did lose a game. I that did not fair. lose a every kickball game. you're on one. Uh, you know, I preached a sermon in here when we were on COVID, what comes before the fall, so I'm getting a little prideful. Yeah. I better be careful. Explain for that. Whenever we played against other churches, you know, that's what it really comes down to is why is it a connect group? We want other people to connect with us because they don't need to start attending here to get to have it. And so that's what I love about when we played Gutch Church. Although I love that we did win, it was also really nice to have the camaraderie between us and a fellow church. And every church needs to know is we're not in competition with each other. We're all on the same path. I think I got a bloody nose when we played Guts. You did. You, you remember when I slipped yeah, you in? Took the hardest foul. I, you got I, the word for it. I tried to I tried to turn the turn the base like a professional without cleats on, and I slid and hit my face on the base. But hey, I got up and we still won. That's all that matters. Winners win. <laughs> Is that all that matters? If, it if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> no, it was fun. We had a great time. Um, youth, if you're listening to this, I love you guys. Um, I've said it a hundred times. I'm available, and if you ever need anything, I'm going to be right there for you. I think last night we talked about it. We talked about the Good Samaritan. We talked about how the priest and the Levite stepped over and kept on walking. I'm not the priest of the Levite. I am going to be the Good Samaritan when you need me, and that means this goes for my wife too. I'm there, baby. I'm going to be there for you. Okay, that's all I got. I'd say to the kid, or if any of the kids are listening, why are you listening? You shouldn't be listening. This kind of. Uh, but anyway thanks for listening uh we'll be back we're going to try to start putting our episodes on sundays not necessarily you know record on a sunday uh but every sunday has something for you to listen to that way anytime during your work week if you want to listen to it you know, during your school week uh so anyway we thank you for listening oh, i got one more go for it if you got questions send them to us we don't necessarily have answers but no. we'll try our best no uh one author that i suggest everybody listening to is dr robert jeffress when he talks about heaven, and he has some fantastic books about it, if people send him questions, even though he has his doctorate in it, very great uh, theologian, he'll just tell you, I don't know. We don't know. We won't know until we get there. And so just don't be afraid to ask any question, no matter how stupid it might sound, uh, because even some of the questions that are very basic, going over the basics is important to be you know, one of the greats. Yeah, and if you can't tell, we don't name drop. No. We don't name will. drop, and so we just want to help you with your questions. And then we can't do this. We can't keep doing the podcast if we don't have questions. Right. So we need questions. So uh, you can, don't forget, you can reach out to us in several different uh, formats. You can uh, send us an email at sfasecondstringers at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on or through text message to Pastor Sean or myself, uh, also through Instagram. I think you can also leave comments uh, on the Anchor, or this episode will be, able to, or will be available on iTunes. Uh, the uh, first episode, I accidentally put music on there originally, and so it won't let me go anywhere but Spotify. I can't figure out how to change it. Uh, so, yeah, please send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Uh, if you want me to get a different co-host, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know who I'd get. Uh, Sean's pretty great. Uh, anyway, Sean, if you got nothing else to do, I think that we'll conclude this. You're great too, Andrew. Thank you. I am, but not as, not as great as you. Oh, gosh. we got to so, get out of here. <laughs> anyway, God bless you all. Uh, thanks for staying by.